What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 79 of Garcia Sports Garage Podcast. My name is Tim Garcia. I appreciate your time. Thank you for stopping by and listening. 15 minutes, no BS, going to give you my takes on what's going on in the sports world. And surprisingly enough, with March Madness here, conference tournaments going on right now, this is going to be a football podcast. Not because I miss football, but because it's the biggest storylines of the week. Really quick, GSG Podcast, you can follow me on Instagram, that's where all my content is, and subscribe, follow, share, like, tell your friends, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, it's all there, 15 minutes, so let's get going. The biggest news of the week, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson cooking himself into a new kitchen in Denver, Seattle got a huge haul from Denver. They they got two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and tackle Shelby Harris. Just when I thought as a Chargers fan that they may get closer to beating the Chiefs, winning that West Division, taking that crown from the Chiefs, here we are. Literally the wild, wild West. Now you have a division with Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. Justin Herbert, top 10 quarterback. Derek Carr, top 12 quarterback. And now you throw in Russell Wilson? No, no, no. And the Broncos, outside of a quarterback, which they have been trying to fix, trying to rectify their issue ever since Peyton Manning left. You had the whole Paxton Lynch issue, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. This is all they needed. You could literally have three AFC West teams in the postseason next year. All because of Russell Wilson. This is not good for Chiefs fans, Chargers fans, or Raiders fans. This immediately makes them a Super Bowl contender. I hate saying it, but it's true. Russell Wilson is a Super Bowl champion. He is one bad play call away from being a two-time Super Bowl champion. And now he joins Javante Williams at running back. He's got that dual wide receiver Um, combo and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy a new head coach a defense that's already top 10 dang Russell Wilson immediately makes the Broncos the contenders and now the AFC is just loaded with the best quarterbacks in football Russell Wilson good for him you know he did everything he could in Seattle he's got a archaic head coach and Pete Carroll who seems like he cares more about chewing gum than fixing his team you have in you have a defense who are way behind the times but they still think they're top five good for russell wilson good for sierra good for their children denver the denver broncos true contenders now in the afc west incredible everyone was floored by this news i didn't see it coming when someone like colin coward is shocked That's when you know this is big, big news. So, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos, AFC West. Now the best West, the best division in the NFL. So, this Russell Wilson news blew up social media. And this was after the announcement that Aaron Rodgers was returning to Green Bay. Returning to his throne. Returning to the division that he will continue to dominate for the next four years. And it it was the obvious choice. It was the logical choice. I mean, that's how I go about all of my big decisions in my life. Is it logical? Does it make sense? So Aaron Rodgers returns to a division where, again, you got 
the dysfunctional Detroit Lions, Jared Goff at quarterback. Then you have the Chicago Bears. What are they going to do? Who knows? Then you have the Vikings, new head coach, subpar quarterback in Kirk Cousins. This is his for the next four years. Four-year extension, $200 million. Let me repeat that again. $200 million. And guess how much is guaranteed? $153 million. Yeah, he was going to stay. He was going to stay. The 38-year-old, four-year extension. Let me say this about Aaron Rodgers, though. He's a lot like Kanye West. I don't mean that in a good way or a bad way. It is what it is. Kanye West, I'm more of a, I'm a fan. I'm more of a graduation era Kanye West, but, you know, there's no denying he's good at his craft. Some may say great. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Both of them share their little aloof, a little crazy, a little erratic at times, but they're great at what they do. It's always about them, though, this whole drama, this whole secrecy, this whole holding out, making people sit on the edge of their seats waiting for an announcement by Aaron Rodgers. That's just ridiculous. It's stupid. Why did he need to do that? People said that he was leaning towards Denver. $153 million in a town that loves you, no ownership by the Packers, in a terrible division. You're going run to run away with it for the next four years. Why would you leave? Why? I wish Aaron would not care so much about the whole me, me, me aspect. It's like um, that Muppets movie with Jason Segel and Amy Adams, which, by the way, is my favorite. There's that song in there with Amy Adams and Miss Piggy. It's a me party. It's a me party. It's like Aaron Rodgers. It's always a me party. But hey, if you're winning, I mean, back-to-back MVPs, four years, Aaron, you got to get another ring. You have to get another ring. Lastly, about this Aaron Rodgers news, man, did he stick it to Jordan Love. And don't the Packers feel stupid? Jordan Love, first round pick, 2020. Where does he go? An all-time backup? Hey, that's the best job in sports. A forever backup quarterback? No stress, no pressure. You go in to kneel the ball, hand it off a couple times in a blowout win. You get paid well. I'm okay with it. Jordan Love should relish in the fact that now Aaron Rodgers will remain under center and he could grab a nice paycheck every couple of weeks and not have any stress. Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers. Surprising? No. The amount of money that they paid? Yes. All right. I want to talk about Evan McPherson, the Cincinnati Bengals kicker in a second. But first, as you can see, if you're listening, you can check on my Instagram. I'm wearing UCLA getup, Jumpman basketball jersey. March Madness is here. Conference tournaments are going on. Selection Sunday is in a couple of days. And then we have March Madness next week. Come join me. Join my bracket. Let's have some fun. I'm going to post it in my bio and Instagram on Sunday. So check it out. Follow me. Let's have some fun. Who's going to win? March Madness, it's one of the best times of the year. We don't have baseball. We don't have spring training going on. So let's really take in the fact that we do have March Madness. We have the Cinderella stories. We're going to have upsets. So join my bracket. I'll post it in my link on Instagram Sunday. All right. Evan McPherson, 
the rookie out of Florida. What a first season. This could be one of the greatest rookie seasons ever by a kicker. He was the only kicker selected in the first round, the 2021 draft. This postseason, he had back-to-back game-winning kicks against Tennessee and Kansas City on top of three game-winning kicks during the regular season. Is this Adam Vinatieri? This kid's a rookie. Now, the reason I'm bringing him up is because over um, the Combine week, this story resurfaced about how Evan McPherson wasn't in the locker room at the Super Bowl with his teammates and said he was on the field watching the halftime show. Okay, okay. Hold up. Hold up. So you kick two game-winning field goals to get your team to the Super Bowl. During the regular season, you had an NFL record 12 field goals of at least 50 yards in a regular season and the postseason. And why is there such disdain? Why is there so much frustration? Why is there so much anger? Why is it such a sore subject in Cincinnati? The kid deserves to do whatever he wants. I mean, come on, you had Eminem. Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg. I mean, when he was in high school, guess what Eminem album had just been released? The Marshall Mathers LP. Two. That's right. Two. Kendrick Lamar's damn album had just come out. You know when the next episode and Still Dre, the song with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg came out? 2001. Evan McPherson wasn't even a year old yet when those songs came out. So these are literally living legends to a 22-year-old. And so he's out there having a good time, partying, dancing to the tunes. Let the kid have his moment. How this is a sore subject, I have no idea. The only reason you're in the Super Bowl, you could argue, is because of Evan McPherson. I stand with you, Evan. I stand with you. If you get a chance to see legends perform at the Super Bowl, the world's biggest sporting event, after you've done your part to get your team to that point, carry on. Watch the performance. Dance around. Smile. Enjoy it. Because that was one of the greatest Super Bowl halftime shows of all time, and you deserved it. So people, get off of Evan McPherson's back. He deserved it. Move on to something else. All right, the last thing on today's podcast before I go out and shovel eight inches of snow on my driveway, the whole Calvin Ridley gambling one-year suspension handed down by the NFL. Let me preface this by saying, if it's against the rules, if you're not allowed to do it, then don't do it. If you're going to get fined, okay. If you're going to get suspended, four games, sure. This is where I have an issue with the NFL. One, it was too hard. It was too harsh of a penalty for a guy who was not even on the um, active roster. He was on the non-football injury list. He bet in the state of Florida where it's legal. He bet on his team to win, and he only bet $1,500. Now, a mentor of mine once said, never use only before you say an amount of money because it's still money that you're spending. But $1,500. That's it for his team on his team to win in a state where betting is legal. And then you hand down this massive penalty, one year, one year suspension, four games, five games, six at the max. 
But why are you trying to make this your staple? And there's I'm there's still arguments about Pete Rose. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should. People make mistakes. Calvin really made a mistake. I mean, he stepped away from the game for for um for personal reasons. So something obviously is going on with him. You know, I hope he's he he is getting the help that he deserves, the help he needs. But the NFL came down way too hard on this. Way too hard. I mean, everyone gambles in the NFL. You got FanDuel, DraftKings, fantasy football. You tell me, you're telling me that Calvin Ridley is the only player in the NFL, the only player out of 32 teams and the hundreds of players who has put some money on a game? Really? You're really telling me that? But I wanted to just touch on that because the, the punishment does not fit the crime. $1,500 in a state where gambling is legal, bet on his own team to win while he was on the non-football injury list. Doesn't sound egregious. Doesn't sound like a full year suspension. So he, he, he will appeal. He should appeal. And the NFL should relook at it. Take back the, the ruler. And instead of a double hand slap, just give him a little tap on the wrist. Four games. I'm fine with four games. But don't take a guy's gear away for doing something in a state that was where it's legal. Was it wrong? Yes. He knew it was wrong. But not a year's worth of games missed wrong. So, we'll see what happens there. That's going to do it for episode 79. 79 episodes, guys. Thank you for listening to Garcia Sports Garage podcast. I really appreciate you. I do. I, I love sports. I want to give you 15 minutes of content. Your time is valuable. I know that time is money, so I appreciate you. Follow me on Instagram, GSG Podcast. This episode will be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Like always, everybody, having a tremendous weekend. Enjoy Selection Sunday, and don't forget to check my link on Instagram to enter in my March Madness bracket. Take care, everybody. Talk to you soon.